is something really out there. Do they have any idea what they are? They all know they're from. Commercial pilots have very often reported sightings, objects in the air that seem to defy the laws of physics. Monday night, 9 o'clock. It's time for Occam's Razor, episode 36, coming to you live on East FM 88.1, 107.1, all the way from Historical Howick in Auckland City, New Zealand. My name is Jim uh, Birchall. I'm here every week. Sam Collier is here as well. Hi, Sam. How's it going? Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Now you're from uh, hauntedauckland.com. That's the one. You guys have had a recent investigation that I'm sure you're uh, bursting at the seams to tell me about. Yeah, uh, Massey Homestead in Mangere. Yep. Yeah. So we were holding a communication session in one of their boardrooms. And uh, as we do, you know, sometimes we, we sit in the dark and talk to nothing. And most of the time, nothing really happens. <laughs> sure. Uh, however, on this occasion. I do that, but I'm not investigating ghosts. Yeah, well, you know, mm. first sign of insanity, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, the, there was a, um, I guess you'd call it a work light. Yep. Uh, just around disc, battery operated. You press it in to make the light go on. You press it again to make the light go off. So it's like a spring-loaded one. One of those disc sort of looking ones. That, yep. Yep, I get it. Uh, flashes by itself. And yep. just jokingly, we said, oh, hello. You know, can you do that again? Sure enough, this light goes on again. Mm-hmm. So we thought, okay, that's a bit odd because this light's not clicking in and it's not clicking off. Yep. Um, I know what you mean. Those sort of uh, work lights, you have to apply quite a bit of pressure to, to push yeah, it in, don't you? Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's... On and off sort of thing. I guess when you've got kids, they're, they're night lights as well. If you stick yeah. them in the hallway, you click them in, click them off. Sure. That sort of thing. So, um, yeah. Obviously, I'm thinking something's got to be, um, you know, continuing the circuit, so to speak. You know, un- unless it's a faulty battery. But uh, we end up asking a series of yes-no questions. And um, we repeat some of the questions as well. Yep. And, and the light was flashing uh, to answer for yes. And we were getting, we were getting yes answers and, and nothing for no answers. And um, we, we came to the conclusion that maybe it might have been a male. Yep. Um, How we, did you come to that conclusion? Well, we asked, are you a male or a female? <laughs> okay. And Is it one tap for male, two for female, or how does it work? Um, we, I basically said, if your answer is yes, light up. The light. Yeah. If if it is no, leave it blank. Don't don't do anything. Yeah. And um, and you guys check all your equipment before we check all our equipment. Yep. 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 So um, relatively new batteries in the in the torch. Yep. So um, we even went and tested it, tapped it. Is it something? Shook that, it. Is it something that's reacted before? Um, no, it's the first time we've actually used this type of torch. Yep. Um, and. It was basically just there, sitting by itself on a, on a dresser in the room. And um, as I say, it was it was like we weren't even paying attention to to talking to any spirits at the time. We were talking amongst ourselves, and all of a sudden, it just lights up. Yeah. So um, we decided to give it some attention. And what's the history of the uh, property you guys investigating? Um, so it's it's Mangere, which for those listening is uh, South Auckland. It's um, near Auckland Airport, actually, International Airport. Yeah. So it's on Massey Road. Yeah. So it's an old homestead. Allegedly, there is a a young maid seen there, um, which goes against being a male. 
that we were allegedly talking to. I mean, we're not saying that it's it's necessarily paranormal, but it's um, it's a colonial property. Isn't it is it? a colonial, a property. grand sort yeah. of property that would yeah. have at one stage held. You know, the family that lived there, that was someone important. I'm assuming uh, the Massey family. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. As I say, we're not we're not necessarily saying it's it's paranormal that we we're experiencing, but um, for me personally, I think it, it it kind of it's a bit beyond random. So uh, you know, I felt as though some of the answers were quite intelligent. As I say, I repeated, "Are you a male or female? Do you know you're." in the messy homestead do you know you're a mangery i repeated those questions a few times and got the same answer every time which to me is a little bit odd so it's like the spirit was kind of using um a bit like that game simon yeah a little bit like that like I guess. Like, yeah. is that a good way to describe it yeah without the without the tunes though yeah and i mean i don't know why something like that would happen and i don't know yeah. why an electrical circuit would be created by not actually pressing the the button in or not mm. um and we had a little bit of um, battery failure on one of the cameras in the room, so the camera stopped that, working. That's pretty common on ghost investigations, isn't it? They, yeah, it is they pretty often common. talk about battery failure, don't they? Yeah. So the are, theory, are we thinking they're, they're grabbing the energy? From grabbing battery? the energy. Well, the interesting thing is when we left the room, the um, battery was fine. Okay. And worked. How do cell phones and stuff uh, fare in uh, that sort of environment? Um, we generally don't like to use them. If we're going to yeah. use them, we'll put them on airplane mode. Yep. I use a cell phone, admittedly, when I'm taking photos and things like that around the building. But also, it's, uh, cell phones are usually pretty lightweight. Yep. Um, and if you need to whip a camera out pretty quickly, it's, it's, a, it's a good go-to. Mm-hmm. Generally, would like to use handy cams and things like that because they don't connect to the internet or they don't send out or receive a signal. Yep. Um, but yeah. Wondering if there's some sort of energy or the manifestation of these spirits could be the fact that we use so many devices these days and there's... Could be. Um, know, I mean, although... I'm thinking bandwidth and things like that. Maybe, maybe they're using that to materialise. Yeah, we do use cell sensors and, yep. and EMF detectors, which didn't trigger. Yep. How often do they trigger? Uh Depending, depending on the energy field as around, I suppose. It's yep. um, is on an investigation. Usually with old buildings and old wiring as well, they will trigger. Yeah. Just giving off high EMF. So and, EMF spikes and things yeah, like that. Yeah, and especially around power boxes and things like that. Yeah. Um, old lamps and things like that will give off high EMF, microwaves, that sort of thing as well. Um, and cell phone usage. If you re- send or receive a text yep. near an EMF detector, it'll, it'll trigger. Is it usually... Um, do the, the two go sort of hand in hand, um, the EMF readings? Um, okay, so when the light was going on and off, for instance, um, was there high EMF detected then? No, there wasn't. There wasn't, okay. Interestingly enough, no. But that's usually the case, is it? The two correlate or? Well, not necessarily. No. Um, as I say, I don't know why this light was going off and I don't know why the EMF wasn't triggering. We noticed that there was a change in temperature in the room Although compared to when we first entered the room, the surface temperature had actually increased. So we we were feeling cold, but the temperature was getting warmer. So as old houses get drafty, though, don't they? They, they do get drafty, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And what's uh, what's next in the pipeline? Have you guys reviewed the footage in full from that one? Or um, I haven't reviewed it in full necessarily. Um, no. I've reviewed that footage, um, but we've we've left some some cameras to run. Any audio audible stuff? No. No, I think mm. I prefer the audible stuff actually. Well, I, I mean, it's just a little bit creepier. It is it? a little bit creepier, but yeah. that's that's why we always keep a camera going because you get both. You get the visual and you get the audio. 
Yeah. And, you know, with just audio, you, you can't tell whether someone's moved or whispered or anything like that. Theme of tonight's show, uh, we're going to c- critique some of the best-known paranormal videos uh, that have appeared on the internet. Obviously, you're listening to us and not watching us, uh, and you can't see the videos, but... If you're someone who listens to Occam's Razor regularly, you're probably a person that also uh, watches a lot of videos on YouTube about paranormal ghosts, Bigfoots, UFOs, that sort of thing. Sam, we'll start with ghosts. You've found a few for us. Yep. So are you familiar with the Deer Park School poltergeist? Now that, Island, that's Island. in Ireland, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. So I'll set the scene. It's it's 3 a.m. It's a, I'm using quotations here, CCTV camera face down a hallway. Yep. What you see is lockers opening and closing and books flowing out of the lockers. You see, uh, I think it's a chair move as well, and you see a wet floor sign fling across the, the floor. Yeah. So are you familiar with this video? I am familiar. Oh, and, and the lockers actually rock as well in the video as well. It's, it's quite intense. If it's not something intelligent doing it, then I, I doubt it's an earthquake. I don't think it can be yep. anything else, right? Yep. So would you would you think that's something that's paranormal or...? G- given what the, you've The what fact you've you seen? threw up some air quotes at the start of it <laughs> with the CCTV, I'm thinking, um, well, trailer thought is that it's BS. Yeah. Um, I think it's a very good video if it's real, and that always makes me suspicious from the start. It's also in Ireland where they like a laugh. Why was the CCTV trained on that? particular area was it always trained on it during the you know school hours is it part of the surveillance for the school yeah it is well my my train of thought would be that this camera angle is also facing another cctv camera you see it in shot yeah which is also focused on the same area but you don't see the the footage from that one you don't see the footage from that one yeah and the camera is also higher than the than the footage that you're actually watching Okay. So it might suggest that what you're watching is actually on a tripod. Is it a bo- is it a boarding school? Is that interesting? Um, I'm not too sure. Because if it was, yeah. I think some of the hostel boys are probably having a little bit of fun. Might have a bit of a laugh, yeah. Bit of a laugh. So also, it- also you got high-definition footage mm-hmm. with sound. Yeah. Is that common for CCTV, maybe in a school? I don't know. Maybe if they had a, you know, up-to-date sort of system or just got a new system installed, you could have start at the top yeah. these days. So. Okay, don't know. Is it a private school? Can they afford a surveillance system like that? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Either way, the school is quite notorious for trying to make viral videos. Is that right? And there is one. Amongst that, the staff or the students? Both. Okay. Staff and students. Yep. So there is one where they do a mannequin challenge. Mm-hmm. And you see the exact same hallway in this challenge. Yep. The lockers are placed differently. Is that right? Yeah. So in this poltergeist video, you'll see a set of lockers and they're kind of in front of a window. And as you look at the mannequin challenge video, you see there's no lockers there. You see the window in clear view because someone's standing in the in the window frame. As the camera pans outside, you see that the window is actually at person level. So someone could actually open that window and rock those locker, lockers back and forth. Now, do you have to be eagle-eyed to see that or you sort of put on to it? Or? Um, no, that, that, was, that, was, that was my – I mean, yeah, I've had a little bit of intel, yeah. but <laughs> my, my first impression would was that why would you put lockers in front of a window when yeah. I first saw this video? Agreed. It's also a fire risk, isn't it? But also, Well, also considering that these sets of lockers are in front of a radiator as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I st- I'm starting to I'm start, starting to, start to paint the picture. Now. Yeah. yeah. So, what, so what was, what was the, the, sorry, what was the backstory? Did they train the camera there and review the footage because they'd had reports of they had reports? Yeah, 
There were reports okay. of activity and allegedly haunted. Also, lockers flinging open. Mm. Why weren't the lockers locked? Being mm. lockers. Unless they were old and they weren't they weren't used anymore. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Could be it. <laughs> Defeats the purpose of a locker, really, just, doesn't it? And it also means that the furniture that they're using for a possible recreation is old and it's just something they've found gone, can we use these for a video we're making, blah, blah, yeah. blah, for, you know, whatever me, whatever media club or whatever they're studying. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I mean, kind of with you on that one. Yeah. I have seen it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm calling it. You're calling it? I'm calling it. What's the consensus amongst uh, ghost hunters? Um, we don't really talk about that one that much, to be honest. No. But um, uh, a lot of these paranormal caught on camera sort of videos that go viral, you kind of have to take them with a grain of salt. Yeah. Not a lot of videos go viral these days. and Well, because, it, because it's a saturation now, isn't yeah. it? And, and no one knows if anyone's just fiddling with, you know, um, you know, software and manipulating yeah. things. So, and that's the hardest part is, as a paranormal investigator is and anything that we produce is not going to be taken ser- seriously necessarily. And, you know, I'm, I'm open to, to criticism on all our videos, but, mm. you know, you, I guess you have to be there sometimes as well. Yeah, I mean, you're obviously you're more likely to believe something on reviewing footage if you experienced it yourself, right? Yeah. yeah, and I mean, even with with our recent video, we've had you know people say, oh, you know, maybe it's somebody using a remote to trigger off this light going on and off, and you know, that's that's mm. a fair enough assumption. Um, but I it's mean, only a two dollar shop light; it would yeah. cost a lot more money to to rig it with a with a remote and. But then a skeptic would say it's a two dollar uh, light, which is prone to malfunction because it's you know made yeah, in absolutely Shenzhen or something. Yeah. <laughs> even 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 with a, a remote, it would have likely would have triggered the EMF yeah. meters as well. Yeah, I'll just throw that in the uh, yeah in the undecided basket. You ever seen that footage? Well, of course you have. Um, that Alyssa Lamb um, yeah. going back to twenty thirteen. For those who haven't seen it. Um, it's a Canadian, Asian Canadian girl uh, who basically gets into a lift at the Cecil Hotel, um, and she's seen sort of hiding basically in the lift, um, giving the appearance of something chasing her, um, and and her hiding from that. That wouldn't be so weird. You, I would put it down just to mental illness or drugs or something. Um, if she hadn't been found deceased, or presumed drowned accidentally, and well, that was a coroner's report anyway. Um, in a water tower that was on top of the building, you know, a few I think it was about four days later or something like that. It, it is pretty spook, spooky uh, footage. For me, the fact that I did read that she'd had some mental health difficulties in the past, whether that's, I don't know, just thrown in there. I mean, you know, about 60% of Americans claim to have uh, mental, yep. um, you know, problems or been prescribed Prozac or Sertraline or something like that. Um, to me, that would fit more than her being chased by a demon or a ghost or something. Um, I think the fact she was Asian and young probably invoked um, a few ideas of sort of, you know, movies of Asian ghosts and things like that yep. and, and that helped pop, you know, make it more popular and throw up a bit more conjecture about it. For me, I, I mean, I would lean towards the either drug use or um, not necessarily recreational drug use, but probably um, more likely for prescription. Yeah. Some sort of mixture with antipsychotic medication or something like that could produce schizophrenic behaviour or or whatever. Well, it's interesting that you come to the conclusion that, you know, it could have been ghosts or demons. Yeah. Um, oh, have you got something else? No, well, I, I always, when I watched the video, I always thought that maybe it was she knew something, she saw something, she knew too much. Maybe mm. it was a... Yakuza. Yeah, like an intelligence or, a, or you know, someone out to get her. Nice. Take her out. Nice. Um, 
Yeah, that, that's that's where my went. My mind went when I saw the video. It's like you know, if she is being chased, it's by someone trying to assassinate her or something. But like it's, there's a bit of power suggestion, though, I think, with this one in the sense that if the header to the video had been "crazy girl hides in lift, then disappears, uh, gets found dead," um, everyone would just say she OD'd and, and you yeah. know blah blah blah. But you put up a spooky music behind it, and the fact there's an invisible assailant that's kind of stalking yeah. her, and and that changes things completely, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, I wonder where the rest of the footage as well yeah surely there would be a camera facing down the hallway that she's that'd she's be, come from definitely be another not one. just the elevator camera mm-hmm. so um, and why is that has anyone tried to get hold of that footage is the first thing well i don't know it would depend who it, broke broke the story yeah it? wouldn't it yeah i mean you never see it do you no i mean i don't think it's fake i think she's having some sort of psychotic episode yeah um, and I think she either committed suicide or accidental drowning yeah well i mean the outcome is very real yep her behaviour is real. Yep. But what it was, the reason behind it is unknown. What are you thinking? Uh, yeah, like I said, my, my mind goes to if she is being chased, then it's it's not um, supernatural or anything like that. It's it's possibly she knew too much and or she got into the wrong crowd and, and she's being pursued by someone who wants to kill her. Isn't Canada nice, though? Well, so, it's is not New, any, so is New Zealand, isn't it? There's not it? any murderers in Canada, is there, from what I understand? They're probably the most relaxed killers that you'll ever meet. <laughs> <laughs> or the most polite. Absolutely. Oh, sorry for killing you, eh? <laughs> um, apologies to anyone listening in Canada, which there is a few, um, from what my analytics tell me. So uh, what's it all about, guys? Thanks for uh, tuning in. Any other ghost stuff for us before we move on to my favourite uh, cryptids? Um, how about that? Hampton Court Palace ghost, or the the monk that you see. Yeah, it's again CCTV footage mm-hmm. of these doors flinging open, and then like a hooded skeletal type dude mm. walking out, and then very nicely closing the doors again. Mm. Two things uh, for me as a, we, I said off here, I've been to Hampton Court Palace, and I I think I found where that door was. It's kind of in an area where um, you walk through to a garden, and it's not always accessible but i think i got the right place anyway it's just the door there isn't much to tell um uh the fact the fire alarms didn't go off would be the only thing that sort of um makes this a little bit of a red herring for me otherwise it's just a guy in a suit with a creepy as you say skeletal kind of mask it's something just sort of scary i think it's a prank yeah I, i think it's a prank too i mean and also, if you you know they work there, they might have access to security systems and stuff, and could probably switch off an alarm if they had yeah. to. Or you know, strange though, it was fire doors, and I think they're not really allowed to turn off fire doors, are mm. they? So, or the alarm on fire doors, I mean. I mean, it's, it's never really happened again, no. as far as I know. No, uh, no, no other monk has been seen, as far as I know, in that area. No, it, most articles go on to say that you know the security are, are baffled by it and they're quite creeped out by it, but it could have been them. Mm. Um, but I mean, it's an old castle; it's a creepy place. I went there. Um, was there about five years ago? Personally, I didn't feel anything particularly supernatural, but a lot of that um, suspense gets eroded when you're stuck um, behind 50,000 tourists, you know, in front of you and you're sort of shuffling through the grounds. And I was with my uh, retired mother and she was taking a while to get around as well. So, um, yeah, that probably took a bit of gloss off, but it would be a cool place to go at night without a doubt. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm. I mean, you know, it has that historical castle vibe, doesn't it? Yeah. But... And um, balloon and everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it seems quite convenient, though, mm. with the camera and the place that it is. Yeah. That something would open up these doors and go, oh, crap, and close them again. Yeah. You know, knowing that the camera is right there. Mm. Um, it, 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 it screams a prank to me, to mm. be fair. 
Someone dressed up in a costume. I mean, you would see from what, uh, if we're assuming ghosts are from the other side or in Supernatural, for me, you would either see it drifting through the wall because that's yeah. what they do. Even if you saw a full body apparition, I don't think it would have the ability to push open doors. As a second, I don't see how that would happen. And then, as you say, it closed down again. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean. It's, it's, it's quite polite, isn't it, for a ghost? Yeah. There's so there's so many of those things. They like, on first appearance, you go, what the hell was that, you know? And, and like I was talking before, you know, with foreshadowing and things like that, and you put a spooky soundtrack to anything and make a few things in black and white and just change image. If, I'd rather see the original CCTV footage to, you know, really yeah. ascertain what the, the gist of it is. And I, and I would think at somewhere like Hampton Court, they would have, when was this? It was about 2000 and... 2003. Okay. Oh, yeah. maybe not then because I'm starting to think of the, you know, the, the high-def cameras and stuff they would have yeah. now. I mean, now I think you could be a lot better shot of Skeletor, wouldn't you? Yeah. But again, would there not be another camera angle? Oh, there almost certainly would be, yeah. Yeah. But we're only seeing one. We're only seeing one. So, well, someone, someone's stirring it up in the palace, though, aren't they? Yeah, you of course. I mean? I mean, you know, you often think, what has someone got to gain by faking a video or faking a paranormal activity? Well, video hits is the first thing, isn't it? Video hits yeah. um, gets the name out there. Yeah. Um, on a on a paranormal point of view, you know, it might attract ghost hunters, yep. which they can charge for investigations. Yep. You know, uh, and uh, yeah, it gets the name out there. It's mm. it's it's popular for them. Just just for you're right, but just for me, Britain's got so many ghosts. Yeah. I just don't know why they'd bother. I think it. I do think it's probably someone having a laugh, but who knows, yep. really? Yeah. Or again, might be just to scare the security guards. Scare the security guards. Yeah. Just moving slightly away from the video uh, or the forum, uh, forum, that's not the word I'm looking for, genre. <laughs> what about some of the old-timey photos of ghosts and things like that? We'll just do a quick run-through because we're sort of uh, focusing more on videos uh, tonight. So the brown lady? Let's start with the brown lady of Rainham Hall. Hall. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's probably the most famous ghost photo that there is. I mean, anyone who's anybody, if you say ghost photo, it's probably, even if they can't tell you where it's from, I think they, if you they'll Google describe it, that's what comes Yeah, up. they'll describe that one, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to believe it's a ghost. I mean, if you hear the story that they see this image coming down and they go, quick, quick, take a snap, mm. and so they did, and that's what they get. But from an investigator perspective, mm. could be like uh, reflection mm. on the stairs. Could even be a development, yeah, exactly. Yeah, development smudge of the mm. thumb or something like that. For me, someone pointed out to me a few years ago that the banister um, seems to split into a yep. second landing. And if you look at the well, the banister on directly to the right of that, it doesn't seem to fit with the design of the rest of it. If that makes sense, yeah, giving me the impression that it could be too. Two photos laid over the top of each other. It could very well be. Mm. Yeah. I'm wondering if they got an overexposure and said, this looks cool. Let's, you know, however they didn't. <laughs> I have no idea how they would have done it in those days, but yeah. something in the developing process, right? Yeah. I mean, maybe they didn't even know they were doing it. Mm. I mean, it might not be an intentional hoax or something like that. But then but would the, where would the story come that they saw it coming down well, the stairs? Well, yeah, that's right. Maybe that's the artistic license part. It could it. be, yeah. The you story, know. yeah, the story could have come afterwards. And also, it, they were writing, it was a Country Life magazine or one of those? Yeah. And it was 1930s, was it? Something, Something like around that. then, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the guy writing the story, the journal or whatever, could have just thrown that in to yep. sell a few more magazines. A little bit of embellishment, I mean. yeah. I don't know. I wasn't there. Yeah. There's certainly some creepy places in Britain, though. I'll, oh, of course. I'll give it that. I mean, at, at this point, I mean, the, the photo is so notorious that, you know, I'd... 
I'm not really bothered whether it's real or fake. Yeah, it's just it's just notorious. Yeah, yeah. What about what about the sort of eight foot ghost in the uh, church? Oh, the one is that the one the with hooded almost almost cartoony sort of ghost with the, the white. Yeah, yeah. I, you could see you could go up to that, rip its hit, uh, mask off, and it would say, "I would have got away with it too." <laughs> if was it wasn't for you, kids. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I'm not too sure about that one either. Mm. I mean, because I've heard some um, paranormal people say, "Oh, if you you know do the if you do the maths and the scale and all that, it's sort of like nine feet tall or something." But yeah. who, who's to know how tall a ghost is? So. Yeah, that's well, one that, thing that, I would that's, say. That's one point, but. Two, it's a good fake for the year that it was taken 60s, I think, wasn't it? Mm. Um, or might, maybe a little bit earlier, 50s, 60s. For the, as I said, in terms of what technology they had available, is it is it a really good fake or is it so obviously fake? You know what I mean? Is it one of those? Yeah, I'd be more leaning towards the more obvious. Mm. And it's uh, too good, isn't it? it? Well, yeah, first of all, it's too good, but why why is the face covered? Is uh, I mean, I, I don't know whether that was typical of the time or something like that to have... Monks mm. that covered their face, I think or, it's just, as you or, say, or are they just concealing an identity? I think someone's just or trying to make it look like, yeah, trying to make it look like a ghost. What we should do, if anyone's listening that has an inside knowledge of uh, that photograph, um, the fellow who took it, I think it was, they said it was a visiting couple from somewhere and blah, 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 I'd have to look at it again. But if anyone has the original photo or relatives or knows someone, how we can get hold of relatives, I'd really like to get to the bottom of that and see uh, if there was a prankster at play and whether the passage of time is sort yeah. of um, able to reveal them. You don't have to give names, just uh, just, <laughs> just through Facebook, but it'd be, it'd be cool to find out that, wouldn't it? And then, of course, there's Lord Combermere sitting in his chair. Sitting in his chair. Yeah. So, what do you what do you think of that one? Um, again, it's it's a good it's a good ghost photo. Just putting a loose term to it. I would question the backstory about him being buried at wherever he was the same time. Yeah. Blah blah blah. For all I know, that photo could just be a one that's developed properly and taken a few weeks previous to that when he was sitting in his chair. Yeah, that I, seems I, a little bit know. too convenient. Mm. Um, I mean, I have I have read analysis that say in perspective. I mean, I've never been there. I've never seen the chair, but. In perspective, he's a lot smaller in this image compared to the chair. Mm. So normally, him sitting in this chair, he would appear bigger. But the the apparition is smaller, I should say. Yeah, but again, we're tying that's sort of tying it back to the one on the uh, on the altar, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, are we expecting a, a full life size or you know human sized apparition, yeah. or are we looking for one that can can the energy stretch out to nine feet, or can it not? Fully materialise and be like a four-foot Lord Combermere? Yeah, or it depends on the projection, I suppose. I suppose. <laughs> I don't really know. So, yeah. so it's such a developing science that it's it's there's just so many questions, you know. Yeah. Part of the reason why we do the show, Occam's Razor. Again, as I say, you have to be there really, don't you? You had to be there yeah. and we weren't. You know. No. But if someone was or was yeah. related to someone who knows, let us know because I'd really like to get to the bottom of that. Yeah, I was just a twinkle in my dad's eye in that time. That's right. <laughs> when was it? No, your dad probably wasn't even born, was he? No, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on, we're going to uh, have a look at cryptids. One of my favourites is the Chupacabra. The most... 
convincing video in terms of, well, Chupacabra is unique in the paranormal community in the sense that, I mean, I don't want to label all these videos as Chupacabra as, as people do, but they have caught things on film, um, whether it's a mangy looking dog, um, some sort of diseased hybrid um, that, that attacks chicken and livestock and stuff like that. I don't know. Um, there was one in 2000. That's the most credible one in Texas of all places. Of course, it's in Texas. Um, but it was a, the consensus was that it was a mangy dog, basically, and it was, you know, hungry as all. A bit like in Hound of the Baskervilles, you know, the, the hound's just a hungry beast that hasn't eaten for a long time, if you know what I mean, and it yeah. becomes aggressive and rabid and stuff like that. So that's what a few people have said. But, I mean, the video, I think it is something. I think it probably is a dog or a coyote with mange or, or something similar. The only asterisk I would put next to it is that that YouTube group Heavy Tuber or whatever. Yeah. Um, they were doing quite a lot of fake Chupacabra videos around that time as well. Is that, is that the footage of uh, of the sheriff following this dog down the road? I don't know if he's the sheriff, is he? Well, I think it was a... a he's following in the car. Someone's following it in the car. Yeah, yeah I think it's like a, a, fem- a female deputy sheriff oh, okay. or something like that. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that uh, game probably leads a bit of credence to it, doesn't it? Yeah, well... Depending on how you look at things. I mean, they, they don't necessarily need to know what it is. No. It is they something, could, though. It is something. I yeah. mean, it could be a, a coyote with mange. But mm. Well, what I want to ask you is, in terms of the chupacabra, I remember back, say, around the time when I started getting into paranormal, maybe early 90s, you know, late 80s, early 90s, chupacabra was this blood-sucking lizard creature, mm-hmm. which had alien-like eyes, and it was more reptilian. Yeah. Nowadays, Chupacabra is a dog with mange yeah. looking like a coyote. What happened? I think what happened is, like most things, the original sighting got confused with, it could have been anything. They could have seen a lizard. You know, who knows? It yeah. could have been anything. And the, well, suspicion was aroused more because he's a military installation. Um, is it in, what's the what's the place the U.S. is sort of the Dominion, has the Dominion over? What's that called? Is that Costa Rica? Pass. Mm, I think there was a military base where this, these original reports came out and they said, oh, something's escaped from the base, that old chestnut. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and then it took on kind of a bit of a Mothman situation and had glowing red eyes. And, so you're talking more like uh, Montauk. Sure, yeah. Montauk yeah. Monster or something yeah. like that. Some sort of freak that's escaped, yeah. you know. In reality, it was probably a dog or whatever else attacks chickens. Do they have coyotes in Costa Rica? Probably, I don't know. Um, yeah, that's the way I look at it. But, yeah. I mean, something is attacking them. There's no doubt about it. I don't think they're making up that there's dead chickens with have been sucked by goats. But I think the only trouble I'd have, I mean, these... They say they're goat suckers, right? So they're saying yep. it'll drain the blood. I've also seen on the other side of the coin that if you leave an animal after it's dead, you know, nature will clean it up, so to speak. All the scavengers will drain the blood itself yep. and and feed off it. And so the carcass is left before the big scavengers kind of find it. So there's a possibility of that. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, it could be a ferret. It could be what else gets in there, fox. Who knows? Yep. Yep, I mean, in terms of these these dog like creatures, uh, it's I, unusual uh, for a dog to attack a goat though, unless it's starved and yep ravaged. Yeah, or it, it could be a completely new, unknown species of of canine, mm-hmm. uh, which also happens to have mange that they just haven't discovered yet. Mm-hmm. Created in a lab? Um, not necessarily. I mean, I'm sure there's still animals that we haven't discovered yet. Yeah, I don't know about Texas necessarily, but. <laughs> A lot of, lot of weird things happen yeah. there. Um, I think with a lot of these cryptids, you know, it's it's 
it's a conglomeration of different things. Yeah. People have said, and they've pieced it all together, and that's the the beast that comes out of it. Yeah. You talk about like Spring Hill Jack and and the reports of him. Um, when was that sort of 1800s? When he was floating around and, you know, some people say he had um, glowing red eyes. Some say he could jump 20 feet um, in the air. The others said, you know, he was he sort of breathing fire. Breathing fire, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think Chupacabra is probably the best candidate for that. And yeah. I would think I wouldn't rule out some sort of unknown beast, uh, perhaps a hybrid, you know. I know could I'm big be. into my hybrids, but... Well, you know, something's made domestic dog, coyote, that sort of thing. Yep. It's more than possible. Um, What about the holy grail of footage? I should have started with this as cryptids, but I wouldn't want to warm you into it with with Chibacabra. The Patterson Gimlin film. Yep. Um, Actually, we'll go with your opinion straight up. What are we thinking? You know, I I really don't know. I mean, if you look at the original, it is quite shaky and you really can't tell what's going on. But in recent years, it's been stabilised and and made into a higher definition and smoothed out. Mm. And, you, you know, you do get a better look at it. Mm. A lot of a lot of so-called expert, ex- experts say that, you know, oh, a, an ape wouldn't move like that. But again, how do we know what a Bigfoot walks like? And how do we know it's an ape? And how do we know it's an ape? I mean, it's the first thing. It could be an alien. It could be an alien. It could be an ultra terrestrial, and that explains the what the lack of breeding population, lack of yep. uh, um, you know corpses found and things like that. They could be jumping through portals for all we know, and just turning up one minute and gone the next. Jumps into Skywalker Ranch, I think. Yeah, quite a bit. Um, my concern with that is I don't know enough about biometrics and and primates and all that, apart from watching all those shows, and they always roll out that primate expert guy who yep. says that's that's a big footprint. Everything's a big footprint to that guy. I can't remember his name. But anyway, um, yeah, my concern is uh, that the guy Bob Hermanius, I can't even say his name, Hermanius? Hieronymus. Hieronymus, is yep. that it? <laughs> Hieronymus? What kind of <laughs> name is that? Um, anyway, Bob Hieronymus, um he sort of admitted to um, getting measured up for a suit sort of around the yep. same time by a Hollywood prop maker and blah, blah, blah. Roger Patterson, from what I understand, was a bit of a shady character anyway. Not, um, I think he was sort of more of a uh, bit of a charlatan, bit of a grifter as opposed to a straight out, um, you know, straight out sort of criminal. Um That sort of makes the whole thing a little bit fishy for me. Second, um, the fact that they're, um, they went looking for Bigfoot is the first yep. thing or the second thing. Um, as I said, I don't know enough about, um, you know, the mechanics of the whole thing to judge anything about the gait or swinging of the arms yep. or the size of the beast or anything like that. Um, what I will say was it's inspired move um, making it a female because no one would have picked that, would they? No. If you were going to fake something, you know, a legendary Bigfoot, you'd make it 10 feet tall and male and thumping its chest and stuff, wouldn't you? Yeah. You wouldn't make it female with breasts uh, and walking kind of meekly sort of just looking over its shoulder at you. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the looking over the shoulder, I mean, I've, I've heard stories saying that, you know, um, when they actually brought the costume, they were told to put football shoulder pads in to, to bulk up the arms and, and you know, have, have sticks for for the length of the arms and, and put the gloves on the end. Yeah. Um, maybe even wear clown shoes underneath the feet, and that's why you get the stomping motion. Mm. But um, in terms of it looking over its shoulder, you know, you can kind of imagine if someone does have shoulder pads on, you, you would 
you would have that kind of um, it, w- it would stop you from looking necessarily and, and having that range of motion. But what if you were just naturally, you know, a big animal and you're you're accustomed to it? Yep. Because, I mean, you'd that. have to have a hell of a strong neck to hold all that up. You, you would. You know, I yeah. mean, and and given someone walking around in that costume even, you know, it would be heavy. Yeah. All that fur and, you know, if you've got the extra padding and things like that. Yeah. You know, it's no wonder that the footage doesn't go on for that long if it was a hoax. Mm-hmm. And they said they tried to follow it and then they lost trail or the dogs ran off yeah. or something like that, eh? Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, really speaking, would you would you follow it that far? You don't know what this animal is. No, and, but and they did have guns and horses and dogs. and They, they did, and they were probably and they trained were looking, hunters. And they were looking for it. I mean, I'm talking from a New Zealand perspective where yeah. in our country nothing wants to kill you. Yeah, we don't shoot we, it. We, we don't I mean, we, we can't really relate to it, can we? No, you're right. But you'd be in such awe, though, wouldn't you, that you wouldn't even you be would, able to do yeah. it. I would have thought. Yeah. Because you'd be like, what the hell is that, you know? Yeah. This one, mate. But as you say, they went out looking for it, so were they really surprised when they found it? No. And the other thing is there's no basis for comparison. No. We've got no other footage to judge it against because no. that's, as I said, the Holy Grail. Yeah. You know? And, again, like I said with the brown lady, it's it's – it's there. It's famous. It is what it, it is. It is what a it is. A bit like the surgeon's photograph, right? Yeah. I mean, we know it's BS now. It's a little submarine or whatever, which gutted a lot of people yep. when that came out. Um, but you still see that used as the picture, you know? If you start talking about Loch Ness, that always gets cranked up. Yep. And I've actually seen articles even quite, rec- quite recently where it's not even acknowledged that it's fake. It's just put there and everyone goes, oh, there's that Loch Ness monster picture. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, I mean, you can't... You can't compare it to anything else. No. And that's that's the image we were given for so many years and that's the image we go back to. And that's that's why everyone thinks along the plesiosaur lines, don't yep. they? Because that's the image that's that's been implanted, so to yep. speak. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, as I said, I'm not entirely convinced by the Patterson-Gimlin film. You could probably analyse it for decades and decades and decades as they have. People uh, a lot smarter than me have done it and they haven't been able to come up with anything. I just think it's it's unlikely. Yeah. It's the best way to describe it. I hope it's real, but I don't think so. Yeah. You know? What do you think about leprechauns? Mm, folklore. I mean, I'd like yep. to be real. I mean, if yep. there was a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, man... When I first started this podcast um, about three years ago, I did it with a couple of episodes of a guy called Niall. Um, shout out to Niall. Uh, everyone's favourite communist, Niall, if you're listening. <laughs> I just give him a bit of stick, um, as you can imagine. But we played um, some footage we found on a news clip on YouTube. Um, people saw a leprechaun in Georgia, of all places, which is might have been Atlanta, actually, yeah, which is in Georgia, um, a few years ago, and it kind of... Um, Another example, not mass hysteria, but I think most people were just having a bit of a laugh. But some, yeah. some crackhead, they interviewed that woman and she said, some crackhead saw a leprechaun and then uh, it sort of went from there. Um, what I was getting into, more the folklore side of it, as, as you say, um, you know, it's what did you ever think of the fairy photos? Um, I mean, to me, they're just mega fake. Oh yeah, definitely. But again, they get this. This is a strange thing. They get mentioned a lot, and I've even seen sort of like professors and scholars and all this stuff interviewed, and they say, "Well, I'm not entirely convinced they're fake." And it's like, 
To me, it's just two girls have cut out some cut out the air. Well, I mean, I, I guess it's more their story that yeah. they came up with that was more convincing, and you know, um, mm. but I think since uh, you know, don't quote me on this. I think they have come back and confessed that it, you know it was all cardboard cutouts. Mm. I mean, and that's exactly what it looks. like. I heard one of them did, and then one of them sort of um, didn't. And one's always stuck to the story, and one was sort of in later in life was uh, yeah, all right, my sort of yeah, sort of BS. But look, at the end of the day, has there ever any, been anything like that since? No, no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I mean, all children, especially females, want to believe that there's fairies down the bottom of their garden. Yeah, and you know, given the time that these photos were taken, you know. Mm. Who's who's to call them? You know, liars back then. But they're good. they're actually good fakes for given the girl's age and given yeah. the time. Um, you know, they fooled a lot of people. Yeah, to be fair, good on them. I say, actually. Um, what do you uh, think about so these Nightcrawler Skinwalker kind of videos? Um, that Australian guy, uh, what's his name, Warmonger on YouTube. He um. Got a pretty good video a couple of years ago, didn't he? Of one sort of scampering away at the back of his uh, yard or something. Yeah, I don't know what that is. If it's real, I don't know what that is. Yeah, I'd, there's a lot of them too. I skip, maybe it's a yeah. cat with no fur. Yeah, it could be. Mm. But I mean, they Got don't they don't appear on on um, on camera long enough to actually get a really good look at them. Mm. You know, which is also pretty convenient as well. And it's pretty convenient that he heard all these sounds and went out with his phone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Personally, I wouldn't go out and film if I heard sounds. I'd probably just have a bat or something. Do you know what I mean? Um, I mean, it, you would film, but I would, I would film it. Yeah, um, I know you would, but most but, people would just pick up a bat or something. Wouldn't they? Yeah, but I mean that. Yeah, I would have to think that it was something worth filming in the first place. Yeah. Um, if I heard noises, yeah, I'd grab a bat, thinking that someone was trying to break into my car or something like that. But yeah, if I thought that you know there is the potential to capture something that no one else has ever seen, yeah, then I'd get a camera and film it. So do you think that is BS? Because there's another good one that uh, that older guy took, uh, well, allegedly took, um, of two kind of Skinwalker Nightcrawler sort of characters sloping their way around his drive. Are you, are you talking about the Fresno Nightcrawlers? The Fresno, California. And, and the yep. Yosemite. Correct. So they look like um, a pair of pants. They do. A pair of pants walking by themselves. They're kind of cool, though. I wouldn't <laughs> mind one as a pet, to be fair. Yeah, I mean... I like those videos just because of the sheer absurdity of them. Yeah. Um, and, you know, to be fair, a lot of people say they, they're, hey, yeah, they're pants or yeah. they're, they're, they're puppets on a string. And to be fair, the footage is that grainy that... And it's at night. And it's at night that you... Um, Where's you, the you puppeteer could, hiding that? Um, well, allegedly it's on a pulley. So because the footage is so grainy, you can't see the string. And you know these these um, creatures are just made to look like they're walking along, and that's why they kind of look like they're hopping in you know sort of like you know moon landing sort of zero gravity mm. sort of sort of hopping along the floor, and it's basically just the pulley system working. And it's so, it looks like something someone's done. On yeah, I mean the the red flags are, are the fact that. The person who released the footage is only known by Jose. Okay. There's no last name. Mm -hmm. um, and he doesn't want to appear on camera because he's afraid that these creatures are going to come back. Yep. A little bit convenient. Yep. Yeah. But, but, as a, but it as, was cool for him to film it and put it all over yep, YouTube. Yep. He reckons he heard his dog barking and that's why he looked at the camera. And when he looked at the camera, that's what he saw. 
Mm. They're always alerted by a dog barking though, aren't they? Yeah. That's that's a common thread, isn't it? And I think the second lot of footage is just possibly a copycat. Yeah. You know, when it seems... Stink. Yeah. I was hoping that one was real. Yeah, well, we live in hope that alien mm. pants are going to come down and, <laughs> and visit us. Those giant pants. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of aliens, actually, in terms of UFO videos, there's there's thousands of these things on the on the internet. Yep. Um, Phoenix Lights is probably the most, uh, aside from the Tic Tac sort of gimbal ones that have come out recently, aside from that Phoenix Lights videos, um, for me are the most convincing just because of the eyewitnesses uh, yep. involved. Um, and there was, you know, sort of a half dozen decent videos that came out of that one event. So there's, there's definitely something. They filmed something. What it is, don't know. That's what's up in the air. Um, I don't think it's flares. I've heard the US Air Force or whatever's explanation. Um, what always concerns me with these sightings though, is that there's a military base nearby. Yep. And I know it's the US and there's going to be a lot of bases near major metropolitan areas generally and also in the middle of the desert. Um, so is it just a case of that every decent-sized town has some sort of base or is it more of a case that we're looking at experimental aircraft? Possibly. Mm. I mean, going back to nighttime skydivers and using magnesium flares, yep. I mean, videos of those um, activities do exist. Yep. So you look at it and you think, okay, you see these these um, masses of light and then they disperse and you see them falling to the ground. Um, that's what I think some of those videos might be, but when you see these going back up in the air, moving in different directions, then, you know... Mm. You have to question well, what, what that. about people that said it was one solid craft and it went straight over them? What do you say to that? Yeah, well, I mean, other than being a drone, I'm like a massive drone, which is unlikely. But they're talking about like the size of a football field. Size of a football field, yeah. I mean, mm. who knows? Mm. I mean, again, you have to be there, but... These black triangle ones are getting reported a lot, though, aren't they, recently? Yeah, a lot, a lot recently as well. But, you know, have you ever tried filming something at night? In sky and how difficult it is. It's very difficult. Yeah. I know because I try to film UFOs all the time. Yeah. Especially so, on an iPhone. Yeah. So when you're getting things in a shape and they're moving together, I mean, those those UFO sighting videos are actually quite interesting, I think. Mm. Not those dodgy sort of Brazilian ones where you can almost see the guy with the UFO on a on a stick or something in the background, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? It's embarrassing, some yeah. of them. I mean... <laughs> The unfortunate thing is lights in the sky, it could be a number of things. And they're so prevalent now. There's yeah. so much more. Well, not so much at the moment, but there's generally there's a lot more air traffic than there's ever been. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot more satellites now. There's a lot more helicopters. And, and of course, you, you know, you can... Drones. When you're filming the dark, you can always add in lights yeah. digitally. Yeah. You know, and... I was watching that guy, uh, Josh Gates, and he's doing this Hunt for Extraterrestrials show at the moment. He took all his videos that he collected on his tour um, to, you know, an analyst, uh, et cetera. And the three videos he got off the UFO investigator in Bolivia, this sort of elaborate guy wearing a leather hat, which is always a giveaway for me, leather hats. Um, he uh, basically, they said they're all crock. One of them is just a deliberate fake. So, yeah. you know, even people that are involved in the UFOs, you know, in that community are spreading disinformation as well just, just for the fame, effectively. Yep. You know? 
So what do you make of these these recent videos that have been released by the US military? The Navy ones? The Navy or? ones, yeah. Well, they're either alien or they're some sort of experimental aircraft. That's yeah. all that can be. Yep. Mm. Uh, disappointingly, the onus is probably on to prove that they're alien, but they have come out, at, you know, I think that's what you're going to say, isn't it? The Pentagon's come out this week and said yep. they're going to release all that in October or as much as they can tell you or how much will be redacted, who knows. Yeah, well, I mean... I, they're certainly a lot more open now. They're a lot more open. I'd like to know more. Mm. Um, I mean, I've heard some sceptical views, I mean, just recently, as in tonight, saying that, oh, it's a bird of prey flying at 300 miles per hour and, and you know, that that's impossible. I think a pilot could tell them. A, a pilot. Bird and and, a and that's the other thing. I think the pilot's uh, reaction is quite genuine mm. in these videos. He, he has no idea what they are and he's just as excited to see it as as anyone else would be. I've heard some people dissing that guy. It's it's Fravor, isn't it? This is David Fravor. It's yep. the pilot. One of those American names I had pronounced. Um, he um, seems to want to talk a lot, and a lot of people are saying, why does this guy want to talk so much? And the other guy who was involved hardly wants to talk at all. Yeah. Um, you know, which is a little bit sus, but it is official footage. So there's not yeah. too much that can be faked there, really, is well, it? I mean, people react differently as well. Yeah. I mean... You know, when it comes to people fearing God and things like that, you know, it, it turns mm. what people believe in, you know, their but ideas it, upside down. If this is the most, given that it's got the backing of military brass to an extent that they say we don't know what this is, wouldn't um, if you were put into that position of being the guy who first documented an apparition, let's turn it around to you, right? Yeah. Um, you would probably want to talk about it all the time as well, wouldn't you? Particularly if the govern, you know, the body that you work for or agency you work for backed you and said, we don't know what this is either. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely would. Mm. I mean, yeah, you'd get people that would that would say you're, you're full of it and, and and try and make fun of you and that sort of thing. But, easy, but they've got the tapes. That's the thing. This they, is they've got the tapes. Difference. I mean, again, still could be anything. They don't know what it is. Could be anything. Um. The thing is, what gives it, you know, props for me is these guys are the experts in aerial phenomena. They yep. know exactly what's flying in the sky. Yep. They might not know every black project that's going on, but they would have a fair idea because the money, you got to follow the money trail. Yeah. You know, they would have insiders. People who investigate those sort of things know everyone at, at aerospace companies, Lockheed Martin and all this sort of stuff, right? They're in tight with them all. <laughs> If they if they're not going to tell us if they're saying they don't know what it is, well, that's that's big. That's huge. Yep. You know? And whatever it is was keeping up with them and yeah. well and more. Yeah. So so it's obviously a military grade or something, isn't it? Uh, well, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But the manoeuvring capabilities. I mean, yep. they always talk about how we're thirty or forty years, but um, behind the technology that we actually do have, or yep. you know what what they let us have. Um, maybe it's something, you know, that we have now, but it's 40 years advanced. Yeah. Well, I mean, as well. you see this thing, you know, almost do a full 180. Mm. But why, you know, using that argument, why would they make themselves known by flying around a – was it around a Navy frigate as well or Navy ship or were they, were they out on manoeuvres and stuff? I think they were, they were just out on manoeuvres. I mean, okay. I could be wrong. So just I, doing I don't know the whole story, stuff, but yeah. 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 Um, I mean, it, it could be just by chance. Mm. Who knows? Mm. You know, it's like whatever it was could be just excited to see them as they were it. 
Well, yeah, but um, what I'm getting at is that if, if it was of this earth, they're not going to fly it into direct path yeah. with some F-18s or whatever it was, are they? Yeah. No. Uh, I mean, but if it was of this earth, you know, mm. people do make mistakes. They do. End up being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Maybe they uh, it was supposed to be cloaked and they didn't flick the switch. The cloaking. Yeah, who knows? Nice. <laughs> I like how you think. I used to love the cloaking in uh, Star Trek. Yeah. You know, they'd, they'd go to uh, a visibility mode. That was awesome. Yep. Well, I mean, even even recently you see, um, have you seen these invisibility shields? that have, I have, yeah. yes. So, I mean, it, that, that sort of technology is in, ad, advancing. So yeah. who knows? Why don't you make a whole aircraft out of that kind of stuff and... There you go. Well, for all we know, they already have, yeah. you know. Um, well, I mean, I've also seen videos of military personnel, you know, you, you see the outline of them running past in this um, infrared sort of footage. Mm. You see a soldier running, but you don't actually see the actual person. That's you see, awesome. You just see the outline. That's awesome. I can't wait for a visibility to be sort of, um, ah, but people who use it for shoplifting and things like that, wouldn't they? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it would be something that you could go to the store and buy. <laughs> so you're just you're just thinking military applications. It's, it's military thing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, for now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It worked for Harry Potter, didn't? Could it? be in, in the future though, because most things start off as sort of um, yep. some sort of military research and development. I think microwaves did things yep. like that, didn't they? The internet. Yeah, well, who knows? What's next? What's next? Is it Apple or Samsung that's going to be the first to do it? That's right. Um, and we're getting close to some sort of disclosure, I think. I can feel it. Disclosure 2020 is the hashtag. Yep. Um, Tom DeLong and all that has obviously given it a uh, millennial face. Well, not that he's a millennial, but it's sort of, sort of encouraged a lot of younger people to get on board with the whole thing as well. We'll put it this way. This year's the year to do it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because everyone's distracted. Yeah. Mm. Mm. You wonder if they would make those announcements, um, you know, in a year when everything's going swimmingly. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this year. Why rock the boat? Maybe they said, we're just going to get all this out at once. Yeah. Well, I mean, this year's one big giant April Fool's anyway, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> well, it's a bit like how the council do all their roadworks all at once um, and piss everyone off for like six months, yep. but then it's done. Yep. To an extent. That's right. I'm wondering if that's what's happening. Yep. They're just getting, they're opening up all their files saying, this is what we know, this is what we've got. Um, we'll probably, we'll tell you as much as we can to a certain level, um, but some of it has to stay classified because, yep. you know, you're all morons and you'll, you'll fire machine guns at them and things like that. So. And if it is aliens, we can blame coronavirus on them. We can. Yep. We can. They've been yeah. doing their crop dusting. Yeah, and they can come back and uh, reclaim Donald Trump as their yep. leader. As their leader. It's not a bad plan. Yep. Few, a few people would be down with that. Uh, we've got a minute left, Sam. Uh, East FM 88.1, It's been Occam's Razor, episode 36. We've been critiquing uh, better-known videos of the paranormal and giving our take on it. Uh, anything, or what's next for uh, Haunted Auckland, Sam? Um, well, hopefully we can go back to Massey. Yep. Um we are looking at going back to Helensville as well and doing more investigations there. Yep. Um, so it is, it is... At the same place, at the courthouse? Or? Um, well, there's a lot more buildings that we couldn't get into in the first oh, okay. session, so yep. they're, they're going to be opening up soon for us to investigate, that they're very interested in getting us in. Yep. So there's places that are allegedly more haunted on site, so... 
Awesome. Yep. If people have uh, haunted sites that they know of in Auckland in particular, um, how do they get in touch with you? Um, best way would probably be private message yep. uh, on Facebook. Yep. And just find us Haunted Auckland on Facebook. Or you can email us via the website, which is hauntedauckland.com. Nice. And we're just in time for once. Yep. How's that sound? Occam's Razor. Um, we'll see you next week. I'm not sure exactly who will be on the show, but it'll, I'm sure it'll be interesting. And we'll see you for episode 37 uh, on East FM 88.1. See you.